It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Yeah, well, Rich is not with me today. Guess what? He is at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention in Florida. So, uh, well, good for him. But at my age, I can't travel anymore. So here I am alone, and Rich is at the convention. I tell you what, folks, uh, you're going to really enjoy this program. It's straight from the shoulder of the person that's going to speak in a little bit, because I want to share it with you. But before we do that, I want you to hear this song. I think it'll really mean something to you. Here it is. I've had many tears and sorrows I've had questions for tomorrow There were times I didn't know right from wrong But in every situation God gave me Blessed consolation That my trials only come Make me strong You see, that's an old song. That's an old song, and I love it. And uh, it always was true, trusting God's Word, the whole Word from Genesis all the way through to Revelation, learning to trust it. And I'll tell you, folks, today, the way things are going, uh, you better learn to trust it if you haven't yet, because I'm telling you, the storm is coming. But listen now, Rich is in NRB, as I told you, and one of the speakers was Franklin Graham. Now, he is the son, the oldest son of uh, Billy Graham. Everybody knows who Billy Graham was, but Franklin Graham, his oldest son, really knows how to have convictions 
and take a stand. And uh, and I mean, he brought a, a short message to the um, to the attendees at NRB that I wanted to share with you because uh, he really he really spoke truth. And he said, folks, a storm is coming. And I tell you, it is, isn't it? Look at the turmoil we have in every aspect of our life. The storm really is coming. And Franklin Graham told them exactly. They better get ready for it. And that's why I wanted you to hear this. So let's listen together. Here it is. The storm's coming. And, and who is behind this? Satan is behind it. But who's he using? You want, and some of you are going to not like this. I don't care. <laughs> the LGBTQ plus who, whatever they are now, they're the ones who are marching behind this. Because people who preach the gospel says this is sin. Your lifestyle is sin. They don't want to hear that. That makes them angry and makes them mad. I love them enough to try to warn them, to tell them that you cannot do this. It's a sin. But they're coming out of our universities and they're going into businesses and now they're getting into leadership. They've already taken Disney. And I appreciate the governor here standing up to that crowd, fighting. I'm just saying you have to plan this, folks. You have to think about this coming. Just don't sit there on your hands and let the storm hit and then have this look on your face like, I didn't know that was coming. I didn't see that coming. You'd better see it coming. The world hates us. And Jesus told us, the world hated me first and they're going to hate you. If you stand for Christ, the world hates you. Now, if you're wanting the world to slap you on the back and say, what a great job, (laughs) get over that. Something's wrong if they do that. Preach the gospel. Preach. Use your radio, your television, your blogs, internet, whatever. Communicate the gospel. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it's the power of God unto salvation. To everyone who believes, to the Jew first, also to the Greek. There's Holy Spirit-filled power in the gospel, friends. When you tell a person that they're a sinner... It's offensive. When you tell a person that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and there's no way to heaven, there's no way to God except through him, you offend people. When you tell a person that Jesus shed his blood on the cross, that's offensive to people. When you tell them that he took our sins to the grave, and on the third day he rose again, not only is that offensive, but Many Christians will say we, they won't believe it. So we have to, to present the gospel in a way that they can understand. Really? Why not just tell it the way it is? So some people talk about, well, let's, let's make a friend before we share the gospel. They may be dead by the time you do that. Really? But we don't want to offend them. Every time I preach, there's people out there. And I, 
give the gospel, give an invitation. There'd, there'd be somebody with the arms crossed with a scowl on their face like they could jump right up and come up there and beat me up. Sitting next to them would be a person with tears streaming down their face. Really? There's power in the gospel. How does it work? I have no clue. All I know is that's what God uses. He uses the gospel. And so if we tell a person that they're a sinner, you say, well, Franklin, that offends them. Well, that's what Jesus calls it. That's what God calls it. It's sin. And the wages of sin is death. And the Bible says we have all sinned. The entire human race is guilty of sin. And it's, it's a disease. It's a cancer of the human soul. And it's affected all of us. Every one of us. Jesus, when he went to the cross, God poured on his son the sins past, present, and future. He laid upon his son, who had never knew sin, became sin for us. And he shed his blood. Died. Buried. But on the third day, God raised his son to life. That's the gospel. There's Holy Spirit-filled power in that. Say, how's that work? I have no clue. All as I know is it works. I promise you that. It works. If you preach the gospel and give an invitation, somebody's going to respond to it. But it's got to be clear. You can't apologize. The gospel does not need help. Well, Franklin, if I, if I tell a person they're a sinner, that's going to offend them. If, if, if I say that Jesus took our sins on the cross, well, they don't understand that. And if we say to a person, well, he shed his blood for our sins, that, you know, they'll think what kind of heathen religion you believe and that he was buried for our sins and on the third day God raised him to life. Well, Franklin, they're not going to believe that. We have to approach this a little bit more slowly. <laughs> oh, give me a break. <laughs> Just preach it. And God uses that. Paul said it's the power of God. How does it work? I don't know. But he uses the gospel to pierce the hearts of those that he's calling. That the Holy Spirit of God is calling. He uses the gospel to pierce their hearts. That's what he does. Let's use the time while we still have it. The storm is coming where we're going to be off radio and television, the internet. We're not going to have access to our data all of this storm is coming. Whether it comes in my lifetime, I don't know. All I know is I'm preparing. Preach. Don't back up. Don't make excuses. Paul said, I'm not ashamed. How can we be ashamed? Well, we don't want to offend anybody. We want to try to reach them for Christ. And if we offend them, they'll never listen. If you don't tell them the truth, they're not going to listen. Okay? If you don't tell them the truth, God can't be at work in their hearts. The gospel pierces their hearts. We cannot back up. We can't retreat. Don't apologize for the gospel. Just declare it. Just preach it. Give an invitation. See what happens. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, It works. I promise you that. It works. And I just want to say thank you for allowing me to be here. Let me just close this in prayer. Father, I pray for each one here. Thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who came from heaven to this earth to take our sins, that he took our sins to the cross and shed his blood. He died and was buried and that you raised him on the third day. Father, we know for anyone who confesses their sin and turns, repents 
and believes on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ will be saved. So, Father, we thank you, we praise you, and we give you the glory. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you. Now, folks, that voice was the oldest son of Billy Graham. It was the voice of Franklin Graham. And uh, I'm telling you, and it was delivered uh, on the opening night of the annual convention of National Religious Broadcasters. That's NRB. I understand from Rich, and we'll get the full report later on, maybe the next uh, complete story, but I understand that the attendance was higher uh, than ever uh, this year, and that people are just so hungry to get together and compare and talk and encourage each other. I'll tell you what, folks, what he said is really true. Now listen to this song, because everybody has to make their choice. Listen to this. I'd rather have Jesus than worldly applause. I'd rather be faithful to his dear cause. I'd rather have Jesus than worldwide fame. Yes, I'd rather be true to his holy name than to be the king of a vast and be held in sin. I'd rather have Jesus than anything this world affords today. Oh, I love that. I love that. I think I first heard that song when I was a kid, maybe a teenager, but... I think it was even earlier than that, but it is still true. Now, here is Doris Akers, uh, and the song she's going to sing is so apropos, how do you like that word, <laughs> to this program today, because as you walk along, sometimes you feel lonely. Sometimes you feel all alone. You're not popular anymore, or maybe someone has said, hey, I can't, I can't live that way. So on, so where Doris Akers is, is here to sing about the fact that you'll never, never have to walk alone. Here it is. When you walk through the storm, hold your head up high and don't. Of the dark At the end Of the storm Is a golden sky And the sweet silvery song 
of a lark Walk on through the wind Walk on through the rain Though your dreams be tossed and blown I just love that. But you know what? Um, I read something because I'm an old timer. I've said that over and over again. I'll be 90 on my next birthday, so I have a cane. And uh, sometimes walking, you know, you, you don't want to stumble. Uh, you don't want to fall. Um, and I read something that said to older people, one thing when you walk, uh, you've got to look ahead. You've got to look up. You cannot look down. If you look down, you're you're most likely to stumble uh, doing that. So that was interesting to me. But then here's a song that says, I will lift up mine eyes, but not to blank space. I will lift up mine eyes to the Lord. Here it is. I will lift up mine eyes. Unto the hills When I lift up mine eyes I know my God is real The God that I serve He is the most high When I am in the valley I will lift up mine eyes God made the mountains to remind me each day His love surrounds me, He hears when I pray God never sleeps, His eyes always see I know my God watches me I will lift up mine eyes Unto the hills When I lift up mine eyes I know my God is real The God that I serve He is the most high When I am in the valley I will lift up mine eyes I know that my help comes from the Lord He's been there for me 
many times before He is my refuge in the midst of the sea I know that His hand covers me I will lift up mine eyes Unto the hills When I lift up mine eyes I know my God is real The God that I serve He is the Most High And I am in the valley I will lift up mine eyes I will lift up mine eyes Unto the hills When I lift up mine eyes I know my God is real The God that I serve He is the Most High I am in the valley I will lift up mine eyes When I am in the valley I will lift up mine eyes <laughs> And you know, folks, I don't know how old you are. I don't know if you're a man or a woman, but every one of us goes through the valley. Every one of us has a heartache that comes our way. And if we could only learn to continue to lift up our eyes unto the Lord. Well, anyway, we better get into some listener comments. I love them. And when you call the listener comment line, and then, of course, those are typed into a transcript. And, uh, and uh, Rich and I get a copy of them along with many of our other people, our staff. And uh, here's a lady, one of our listeners. I'm a listener in the greater Kansas City area in Winnetka, Kansas. I appreciate Bot Radio so much. I have no immediate family. My name is Joe Lang, and you're my family, and the Lord has spoken to me through your radio programs, and I really appreciate you a lot, and I love you. <laughs> well, Jolene, uh, from the Kansas City area, it was 61 years ago that uh, God called my wife, Shirley, and I and our four little kids to come to Kansas City and start Bot Radio Network. And there you are. Uh, here's a gentleman. Hi, this is John. Uh, I'm an over-the-road truck driver, and thank you for the work you do. I enjoy listening to you. Well, thank you, John. An over-the-road truck driver. How many of us, when we're traveling the highway or even around the city, realize that the truck drivers also are fathers and husbands and people who who love the Lord and they hunger for his word, not entertainment, but his word. All right, now here's a lady. This is Mary. I love Bot. I listen to it all the time. Good work. <laughs> okay, Mary, you sound like you'd be a lot of fun to know. Anyway, God bless you. And uh, you have a certain smile in your voice, by the way. Now, here's a gentleman. Uh, we thank God for Bot Radio Network, and we listen to you every day, and thank you, God, for what you've done. We like John MacArthur and all the preachers on the 
Bot Radio Network. Thank you so much. Thank um, you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, sir. And the preachers that we have on Bot Radio Network, they preach the Word. Um, their ministry um, it covers a waterfront, really. Every pastor, every every speaker you hear on Bot Radio Network, because preaching the Word and Bible teaching and then Christian news and information. That's what we're all about. Now, here's a lady. I listen to Bot Radio every day, and I'm so glad we have this station. I enjoy all the good preaching. Thank you all for your good work. It is such a blessing. And thank you very much. Well, dear lady, I tell you what, folks, I think I detected a little bit of a southern accent there. I don't know what state she's from, but... Uh, but what a nice person, what a nice Christian lady to call us and let us know that she listens. Now, here's a gentleman. My name is Michael, and a little over 20 years ago, I was listening to rock, a rock and roll station. I was at work, and I was having a heart attack, and I fell down to the ground. I couldn't reach 15 feet over to call for help to the guys below, and I asked God if He's real that I would change my life and devote myself to him. And I rolled over on my back, and slowly I was feeling like coming to. And I said, if this is on the radio, you got to be on here. And my hand hit the dial, and I turned it, and it went from that radio station to bot radio. And Charles Stanley was preaching exactly about what was happening in my life. And I've been listening to your station ever since. And I've been a strong witness to all people who the Lord leads me to. And I will never stop. Thank you for being there. Isn't that a wonderful testimony? Isn't that a wonderful testimony? Uh, you know, folks, life is as a fleeting vapor. It comes and goes so quickly. It's only what we do with the portion of time that God allows us to live on this earth that really matters. So uh, with that, with that, I think this is another program. And Rich, by the way, will be back, and uh, he'll tell us about the convention, the big Christian broadcaster and a media uh, convention from not only the United States but from other countries as well. Uh, and, uh, and that'll be a good thing to hear. So this is Dick Bott with his chapter of The Complete Story as a public service for our audience. I'll see you later. 